You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And we are uh, sitting here today in the very hot studio because, I don't know, the air conditioning's not working for some reason, and it, it's very hot outside. The good news is Gilby's going to be home in about 15 minutes, so he can take it a look at it. It feels a lot, but that fan, uh, Daniela has one of those... <laughs> Those Dyson fans, that thing's like an AC unit. Yeah, it's no, amazing. It, works, it works really well. But isn't it interesting that when I talk to Gilby in person, he doesn't hear a damn word I'm saying. <laughs> but when I call him and he's on the motorcycle, somehow miraculously his hearing is restored and he can answer me and talk to me. Yeah, it's very selective. Um, I have the same human at home who has selective hearing. It's like Groundhog's Day. He asked yeah. me the same thing 400 times. <laughs> I know, but I God forbid it. you should ask them to repeat themselves, oh, right? Oh, yeah, exactly Forget right. about it. Then it's over. They get so pissed off. That's but... so funny. That's so true. Zach's like that too. He is? Yeah. Yeah, like Gilby never hears me because he's like, I mean, all the years of, yeah, playing music, his hearing is pretty bad. But when he's in the studio, he can hear everything. And right. when he's on his motorcycle, he can hear everything. So sounds, it makes me wonder. Sounds selective. <laughs> it's totally selective. It's so okay, funny. So the last time I saw you, we were having a little a shindig here at the How house. How fun was that? It was so cute, right? Yes. So we had a little birthday party for our girlfriend, Stacy. Who's so lovely. Yeah, it was really nice. We just kind of hung out. It wasn't that big. Hey, you were the hostess with the mostest. I love uh, coming to parties that have a massage therapist <laughs> in the waiting and ready it's like you completely converted the whole downstairs to a spa it was fantastic yeah that was really fun it was so nice it's and like it's uh, not my birthday but I feel like it is <laughs> it, it was, was really fun and uh, we had a really nice time we just had a little spa uh, birthday party for our friend Stacy and had massages and sat by the pool and we ate and hung out and it was yeah, really it was nice. So chill and it was such a welcome. Like I really have not socialized all that much. Yeah. Since COVID, like actual right. get together and it was so nice. I've been socializing a lot, maybe too much lately. I mean, it has been nonstop. Like after we had um, Stacy's birthday, then it was, you know, all the 4th of July and it was another friend's birthday party at their house and then right. the 4th of July party. And then um, it's just been like nuts. And then yesterday I went to Malibu. I saw your story. Oh my God. Soho house there. Beautiful. Have you been to that Soho house? I had, in Malibu? No. It's close I've to been Nobu. to the one in I've been to the one on Doheny in Hollywood, but I haven't been to the one in Malibu. It's close to the Nobu on uh, okay. on PCH in uh -huh. Malibu. And it is just uh, I've been to the Soho House downtown, I've been to the one in New York, I've been to the oh, one Oh yeah, I've been to one in New York. Yeah, I've yeah. been to the one uh, in Miami, um and then the one in West Hollywood and the Malibu one. I think the Malibu one's the best one because really? it's on the beach. Well, yeah, you can't really beat that, right? No, it's so beautiful. I and, haven't gone um, to it yet. I've been invited, 
But I, I, for some reason, it didn't happen. I forget when I was supposed to do that. But Try to um, go next time you get invited. Yeah. It's really lovely. Um, it's so pretty. You sit, and it's like the way it's structured, it's like half inside, outside. Oh, love that. So you're sitting almost like almost like sitting on a pier. You know, it's just beautiful. Fantastic. So that was really, really nice. It was so hard because I was like, what do I get her? The woman that oh. has absolutely everything. And talk about hostess. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. She's an amazing hostess. I... I the table was gorgeous. Um, she had set with beautiful flowers and, of course, gifts for everybody on her birthday. <laughs> so great. Yeah, it, it was, was her really... birthday. It wasn't just a 4th of July. No, it was her birthday. Oh, interesting. I wouldn't so, have thought Toby was a cancer. Huh. Um, is she a cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah, is. Absolutely. Yeah. She doesn't seem like a cancer no, at all, she right? Must her rising might be Virgo or something because she's so impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. It was really funny because I was like, what do I get someone like her? Like, What do you? What do you get someone who makes their own candles, their own chocolates, their own fragrance, their own home furnishings, beautiful things? And I'm like, what do and you get someone like her? people. Let me you tell you, Barb. To, oh she gave my. me a little bag of those chocolates. <gasps> Oh my. As a little, They'd be right uh, on the plane with me to Italy. Party favor, right? <laughs> I mean, so I didn't know what to get her. I was like, what do you get a woman like that? So I thought like, I was like, what would Barb get? A vibrator. Yes! <laughs> yeah, yes! that's exactly what I would have gotten. <laughs> so I got her that. It was the hit of the party, actually. So you really so, did? I did. Oh, that's I hysterical. Did. I did. I thought like you. I was like, I'm going to get her what Barb <laughs> would get someone who has everything. A vibrator. <laughs> So yeah, there you go, and I'm sure she appreciated. She it. was very happy indeed. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that was it, it. Was it was quite good. It was the hit of the party. It seemed like all those girls wanted me to be their friend. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, it got me thinking too. I was talking to some of the girls that were there. I don't know all of them, but there were a few that I knew. But I was talking to all of them. They're all kind of you know our age, right? All very successful women. Uh, they've all done very very well. They all are entrepreneurs. And designers and former models and God knows what. All beautiful. All single. Interesting. Yeah. All single. Maybe they know something we don't. <laughs> Vibrators? No. <laughs> you have more time for yourself, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, without a, without no, a... it's, it. No, um, uh, some of them were divorced. Uh, most of them were divorced. Some are just, you know, haven't been married. But um, I was talking to them because I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know, how do women... Of our stature, since I we've decided new, not to talk about our age anymore. Your new, uh, your new description for us of our stature. <laughs> Have yeah. you shared that on Honest AF yet? I think it was just at the party that you shared. No, I shared it on Honest AF. Oh, I'm did. no longer going to say women of our age. Just for those of you listening, I'm going to say women of our <laughs> of stature. Our stature. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about it and I asked them, I was like, so how, you know, what's going on? Have you met anybody yet? Are you dating anybody? And they're all like, no, no, I'm not. I haven't, you know, and one of them was like, yeah, I'm just kind of tired of it. You know, I've been dating a bunch of guys that are, you know, younger than me. I'm tired of being everybody's mommy. Mm, and then, interesting. yeah. And then another one was like, yeah. And, and first thing that came to my mind is I was like, well, why don't you date someone that's more, you know, your age and then, or older so that, you know, you're not somebody's mommy. Right. And then one of the other girls said, I always turn into the mommy though, even when I date. Well, I was going to say, even in a relationship in, you know, long-term really, I mean, I think as women, it's kind of. A do we do us, that? It's on I, us, right? I, I mean, yeah. I think, I think so. I think we do that. Yeah, you know? I think we do. Because I was talking to her and I was like, well, what is it that you're, 
you know, what do you think is your responsibility in that? Like, do you think that that's something that they look to you for, or is that something that you just project onto them? Mm. You know, is it, it, are you responsible for that? Like, do you, I wonder if it's just a feminine, a female trait of some sort, because even, I mean, Jesse and my, my son, Jesse is 28 or Mm going to be 28 and his girlfriend, Rihanna, and they've been together a couple of four years, I think three or four years. And when we, when I chat with her on the group, I'm all of them on the family chat. Mm-hmm. She responds for Jesse. And then she's like, I don't really? know how. And she said, she goes, I don't know how I became Jesse's secretary. And I started laughing because I was thinking like, it even happens when you're that young. I think yeah. it's just our nature. It's just, you know, I, I agree with you because like how many of us, like we all do this, right? It's our, okay, I'm giving away a secret, but <laughs> it's our, you know, husband's mother's, birthday or it's mother's day or whatever it is it's christmas who's out shopping for them who's sending flowers who's making sure they get a card we are without a doubt (laughs) right yeah so we do i guess we do kind of take that kind of that role but i was asking her and i said to her you know well we were having just like a discussion in the group and i was asking um well what do you think you know is your responsibility and she's like well i clean up after us i cook for us I, you know, I pay all the bills. I make sure everything gets done around the house. And I was like, well, what would happen if you stopped doing that? Mm. And she was like, well, nothing would get done. I go, but would it be the end of the world? Like, would it be the end of the world if you stopped watering the plants or stopped cooking dinner or stopped asking him what he wants to eat or, you know, stop taking care of everything for him? And let him recognize that, oh, shit, well, this didn't get done. The house is kind of a mess. Mm, I don't know. You know what would happen? I think about it the other way, though, too. Could you imagine being with someone much older? I mean, Gilby's a little yeah. bit older than you, but or yeah. older than you. but He is significantly oh, older okay, than me. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> of a certain stature, a little bit of a different stature he's than deeper us. in that but, stature. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know, if you were with a much older man Uh who tells you what to do and no you'd be changing diapers if I was with a much older man (laughs) okay all right maybe maybe (laughs) but I'm just saying I don't think I would like I think you switch from being a mom to being a nurse if you go much older (laughs) (laughs) much older than our stature that sounds really really terrible it does sound terrible god forgive me god forgive me Nurse. No, but I wouldn't want someone telling me what to do. Like this was done and that was done and here's your allowance. <laughs> yeah, no, that would not work with me. Yeah, no, that I would kind of like being in control a little, I guess. You do. I, so I guess it's to each his own, but um, a couple of the girls were kind of complaining that, you know, I'm just tired of taking care of someone. I want someone who's going to take get, care of me. And, I understand. That. You know, recognize my needs. And I was like, well, you, here's my thing. This is okay. I want, uh, my mom rarely gives good advice. <laughs> but, Actually, you've, you've given, but she's a, given some doozies. Yeah. You, she she's has given some good ones. She has dropped a couple gems. And I remember years ago, I was working my ass off when, you know, when my brand Frankie B was like on fire, I would work to like eight, nine o'clock at night, work all day. I'd come home. And I mean, and I would like come home at lunchtime just to pick 
Frankie up from kindergarten and then take her back to work with me to the office. Wow. Make sure she had lunch. Make sure she had snacks. Make sure she had all these toys to play with to keep her occupied. Back right. in those days, we'd pop a video in yeah. <laughs> to the VCR and let her watch totally. uh, there was no Disney iPod movies. To, no yeah. iPad. <laughs> and then run home and afterwards get her home, get her in the bath, play with her, you know, and then cook dinner and clean up the Holy. house and take out the dog for a walk. And I mean, I would not get to bed till like one, two o'clock in the morning and then start all over the next day. And I was always exhausted. Right. And I was talking to my mom one day and my mom said something to me and it really resonated. Resonated. She's like, you're too competent. You're just too competent. Good and that's going to be mom. your, <laughs> that's going to be your downfall because if you always handle everything, right. Then people start to rely on you for that. And that's your fault. You can't blame other people for not offering you any help or not anticipating that you need help. Totally. If you're not asking for it, people can't read your minds. No. And if you're, if you're too competent, then they just start to rely on you. Oh, well, Danielle's got this. Absolutely. And as a mom, when you do that with your kids, they're mm -hmm. screwed when they get out into the real world. Right. I have three sons that <laughs> I try really hard Right. I mean, Jesse is out of Haley Ray and Jesse are, I mean, Haley's been so independent since she was born, but they're the most competent. And the other, Hendrix and Sabbath, I do everything. And I have to keep reminding myself like, Hendrix is at college now, and I have to like, he needs to know how to do his wash. He needs to know how to, you know, make phone calls for himself or, mm -hmm. you know, apply, you know, fill out an application for himself or, you know, when he goes to urgent care, he needs to know his medical history. Right. And as a mom, you're guilty a lot. I am for sure guilty of saying, oh, it's faster if I do it or yeah, I know let it me all. handle or, that for you. I mean, I still fill out all the forms when Zach goes to the doctor. Yeah. I, I fill out everything and then I give it to him to sign. Are you kidding me? I have to translate. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's like for you to get Gilby to take them to the vet. It's like oh, you have to word. give him a diagram. But yeah. I, you know, I, I, I wonder what it would be like to, I mean, it sucks that you have to choose, but it seems like a lot of people have to choose between a, a, an amazing, like women, especially like you're saying these women that you've met at this party. A lot of times if you're in a relationship, then it's compromise, right? So you have to compromise at some point. But yeah. I could see where, you know, where's the grass greener? Because, you know, I look at, at some of these women and I'm like, good for them. They've got it all going on and everything. But, you know, life is short and being lonely is probably worse than being a mommy to, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that you have to pick your battles. Without you, you know, you have to just pick your battles. Like you have to say, Okay, so, and, and this is what we talked about yesterday because when my mom said to me, well, you're too competent. And I'm like, well, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. Nothing's going to happen. The house is going to fall apart. And my mom was like, so what? So don't make the bed. So don't load the dishwasher. Right. So what? So the dishes sit in the sink. And you know what? When everybody else in the house notices it, then you can say to them, oh, yeah, I haven't had time. I'm too tired. You guys do it. <laughs> right. You know, she was like, you know, you, you're just showing that you can do it all. And so everybody's relying on you. So it's kind of like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is it's maybe it's a little bit. It's our responsibility to not take care of everything and not 
do everything and then get pissed off that you're doing everything. Right. You know, because then you get resentful. You get pissed off, you get resentful, and then you've got an attitude because you're running around doing everything and nobody's helping you. But guess what? No one can read your mind and nobody is, and you're not asking for help. You're just dealing with it and then having an attitude about it. And that undermines your relationship over time. It really does undermine it. I remember years ago when all this was going down, when I was working so hard and I was doing all, you know, everything plus mind you, my vanity, I also had to work out on top of it all. I was working out. I was doing all this stuff, everything all day long. I didn't even have a second to sit down. And then when I did sit down, I was just breathless, you know? Yeah. Once you stop, you're done. Yeah. And then let's not forget in the middle of all of this, you're going to bed at night. You're finally taking off your makeup. You're finally ready to relax your, your tired body. And then your husband wants a little something. Yeah. And you're like, no, don't touch me. I'm fucking tired. So, so Zach always says, can I meet you in your office? Can I make an appointment with you? (laughs) Well, the thing was, I blew up one day and I said to Gilby, you know, I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. And he's like, you're always tired. And I said, well, because I am, because I'm doing all this shit and nobody helps me. Right. And he said to me, well, why don't you ask for help? Because I don't care if the house is clean. I don't care if you're feeding me. I mean, he says that, but that's uh, not yeah, true. No, it's totally loves, not true. When we played Newlywed Game, he said he does love when you cook dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's totally not He's true. He's full of it. He's full of it. But he said, I don't care if the house is clean. I don't care if you're feeding me or if you're ordering in. Um, none of that matters to me. What matters to me is that my wife is not too tired to fuck me. Mm. And so now I believe that. (laughs) (laughs) So that was years ago. And, you know, it, something switched in my brain. And I was, so now I, you know, I do ask for help or I just, if I'm too tired to clean the house or make the bed or too tired to load the dishwasher, I just let it go and play a little game and see how long that lasts yeah, before someone how, says something long, like, totally. oh, hi, the kitchen sink is full of dishes. Oh, hi, you have two hands too. Right? <laughs> you can load that dishwasher, right? I think ultimately, you know, when we were talking yesterday, I was like, well, I think that we have to pick our battles and we just have to decide what's more important to us. Right. And maybe your dude's like a cool dude and and maybe he has other things that he can do for you. Or maybe you just need to ask him to kind of do things for himself. I don't know. But it got me thinking about you know, some of my friends. And I think also one of the things that's difficult is you get to a certain age and you're stuck in your ways. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're kind of well, like, you single for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine like Zach always plays How do you this undo game. old habits? Right. You know, how or do you make room for someone else for so in your life? Long, and then I mean, yeah. just that yeah. would be like a really difficult thing, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, you're so used to your own routine. I mean, we experience it a little bit when the guys are on the road and then they come home and they, you know, like we're just set in our groove and we've yeah. got things a certain way. And then they come home and it's just like everything changes again. It's a constant for us. Right. But imagine like 
really going years with living by yourself. Yeah. And then someone else comes into the, your world. It's just, you know, it, it, you do get a little bit self-absorbed, I think. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it all comes back down to compromise. But yeah, you know. it does. And and that's the thing. It's like I, I feel like sometimes people are looking for like the perfect situation. I'm here to tell you there's nothing that's no. perfect. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people are single. Yeah. Because I think they expect one person to be everything to them. And mm -hmm. I don't think that's really, I don't think that's an actual, it's a disservice to yourself and it's a disservice to mm -hmm. other people because no one is going to be everything to you and, right. or are you going to be everything to them. I think that that's, total BS. I, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I have girlfriends for certain things that I, I you know, there's certain communication, there's certain things I want to talk about. Zach has no interest in talking to me about. And if he right. did, I'd be really worried. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you can't expect one person to be everything to you. No, You're you can't. You know, that whole, oh, this is my best friend and my yeah. lover and my this and my that. And the minute someone like, tells me that, that this person is their best friend, I'm like, your relationship's <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I think of Zach as my best friend in terms of he's someone that is there for me no matter what. Yeah, in he's that always got way. your back. But yeah. as far as like you know, my best friend that I want to giggle with and sit on a raft with and talk about whatever's yeah. going on in the world that he's not the guy, you know, yeah. he's not, he's not that no. person to me. You know, we don't even like the same music for the most part. I mean, there's opposites. Do you ever get into those arguments with him about music? Not really, because I just feel like, so funny because the person I'm having arguments with about music lately is my eight year old or just turned nine year old. <laughs> Who tells you that tells he knows me, more than yeah, you do? He, he, he does. <laughs> and he, but he'll say to me, like, did you know that this happened? And I'm like, Sabbath, I lived through that period. I worked with those people. You're wrong. No, look it up. You could look it up right now. I'm like, oh my Lord. But not really with Zach because he knows more than I do as far as like, you know, music history. Zach right. could be a friggin' music historian if you wanted to be. Yeah. So um that that isn't one thing. But as far as like when we're in the car, yeah. what station goes on? Oh yeah. I mean yeah. we have like two that we agree on and that's pretty much what's we're jamming on the whole <laughs> what, time we're what, in the car. What is the one you listen one, to? Zach loves the new wave indie, uh -huh. you know, eighties like Tears for Fears and yeah. Flock of Seagulls and, you know, talking heads and stuff. So I can I can hang there. Um yeah. we're good. We both like That's that. what I like too. Yeah, we both like that station. But when he starts to go into the like Yacht Rock, I'm I'm oh, not yeah, I'm not on board. I am not on board with Yacht Rock. No, he I does just, not no. listen to Yacht oh, Rock. Oh yes he does. And he's trying to turn <laughs> Sabbath onto it. I'm like no, classic rock is as far back as he's going. Oh my god. You are not getting that kid to be listening. I'm not listening to that stuff all the time like hilarious oh it's just awful it's funny because like Gilby and I get into it sometimes because like I still really like I, I like like 90s hip-hop um me too yeah I love hip-hop and he's more into like you know punk rock and rock uh-huh and uh which I like too I mean I'm definitely like I like everything I go across the board but sometimes he's like, what are you listening to? You're going to have to revoke your, we're going to have to revoke your rocker chick card. <laughs> That's so funny. I, yeah. I mean, Zach's not on board with Madonna and he's not on yeah. board with, you know, um, he appreciates how hard 
someone has to have worked to get where they yeah. are. So like he's okay with pop as far as like, you know, but if I have it on, he's like, really? I mean, <laughs> you could change that. I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm not, I'm pretty chill with that kind of stuff. I don't, yeah. you know, like talk about choosing your battles. That's a battle that I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, I can't, I put my headphones on and I'll listen to my own whatever. Like if we're yeah. in the gym at the same time, which is hysterical because he wants to talk to me and I don't want to talk when I'm doing cardio. You know, I they wanna... say that if you can talk during cardio, you're not working hard enough. Exactly. I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. If you can talk during cardio, you, you're not tired enough. Maybe I'll pretend <laughs> that I'm out of breath and I can't talk. That's a good one. Yeah. Just um, breathe heavy. But then again, you might turn him um, on. Yeah, <laughs> everything turns back on these days. Like the wind blows a certain way. It's like a, prepubescent teenager you i don't know what happened to him you're lucky (laughs) now but it's so funny because can we just get on the same rhythm you know like i was like a prepubescent boy all the way up until about i don't know maybe 10 years ago and then i'm just like "Eh." i mean granted when it happens i'm still really into it but it's not like on my mind 24 7 although i do grow up and when we're watching tv and he's just like can we ever just watch tv i'm like actually no it's just maybe like second nature or something i don't know speaking of tv have you seen uh sex Sex life i have it in my queue listen to me oh my miss barbara ann wild i will be watching it (laughs) patty stanger did a whole thing on it the other day she was like telling people it is a must, let me tell you. And well, okay, so here's the thing. The thing that's cool about it is it's uh, it's it's made by women for women. I did not know that. Yes. Ooh. So it's a female director and I think a female writer, I'm not sure, but it's it's really directed at women. Um, so it was so funny. I was watching it the other day and it's basically, it's porn. It is completely, it's porn. So it's like, what were those books, that book series? I didn't read them with Mr. Gray. Uh, uh 50 Shades of Gray. So I think it's, is it that, but yeah, but it's visual. <laughs> it's not a book. Uh, well, actually they did do a movie, but in the movie you get gypped because you see nothing in the movie. Oh. Uh, not so in this one. This is a Netflix series. There's eight episodes. Check it out. Here's the thing. What's great about it is because it's done by a woman, it's like from a woman's uh, perspective. Right. And it's about a woman who's married, who has children. She basically has everything she's ever wanted, but she's sexually frustrated Mm. and bored. Um, So she starts fantasizing. And um, the guy that she fantasizes about, well, let me tell you, there's a scene you know what just skip the first two episodes go straight to the third episode really yes there's an a scene where the guy sorry phil phil i apologize <laughs> um but there is a scene where the guys are in Phil's the gym start having stacy watch the show so that it could be all you know like oh i know what she's watching it's a great opportunity for me but yeah exactly <laughs> if you uh, guys if you're listening because i i know a lot of guys listen to the show if you're listening Tell your chick to wash it. You're going to get lucky. (laughs) Um, So uh, there's a scene where they're in the gym and they're taking showers. The two guys, there's two guys in it and they're taking a shower in the gym. And one of the guys turns around. Well, Barbara Ann Wild. (laughs) It is quite a sight. So you didn't have to wait for the Tommy and Pamela. Oh, no, forget about uh... that. (laughs) Forget about that. Um, It is so unbelievable that I read some articles about it later. Everyone is wondering if it's a prosthetic or if it's CGI. That is so funny. He is hung. And 
Well, I'll tell you. What is his nationality? He's what, what, Australian. Oh, I don't know. Very hard much. to figure, right? I don't know too much about Australia. Yeah, he's Australian. Then. I mean, who knew they had them like down under, down <laughs> under? But everyone is thinking, oh, it's a prosthetic or whatever. So his ex-girlfriend went on a gossip site and said, I can confirm that it's not a prosthetic. Really? Yes. That's a nice ex-girlfriend. Nice <laughs> they ex-girlfriend. must still be good friends. She is still singing his praises. That's how good she is. God bless her. Yeah. And him. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to so watch it, but you, that's not the only reason. I've been No, you need to watch it. It's it. fascinating. Pat, it is so smutty. It's not like written amazingly. It's not like acted amazingly. It's not even filmed beautifully, <laughs> but the content. <laughs> I have to say now, they're a real life couple now, right? They are. So, so that makes me, that, that intrigues me. I love that. Right. She was married. I did a little research because we were, me and a couple of the girls were talking about it. I did a little research. She was married to the actor that plays Kevin, if you watch Shameless, which is another great I show. I Shameless. So you know Kev? Yeah. The bar owner. The she, was she was married to married him? to him. They have kids. And they got divorced and hooked up with this guy that she's been doing these scenes with because the chemistry is so wow, strong. Wow, this girl's got it going on, huh? I love him. Mm-hmm. And she's really, really pretty and got a hot little bod on her. So she's not you know, boring to look at or watch either. It's literally porn. I mean, the only thing different <laughs> is they don't show, you know, penetration. Or there's dialogue. <laughs> there's dialogue. I mean, it's unreal and it's constant. It's just all sex, 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 sex. Gilby came upstairs <laughs> and he saw me watching it. And I was like fumbling with the remote control going, oh my God, what is he going to say? And he goes, the hell are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> he's like now what is she watching what the hell is this i'm, I'm doing research for honest af leave me alone that is really true though you really are because look we're talking about it so right and oh oh my god so this is so funny because the other day barb and i had um, a meeting with somebody about our show and so they started a text thread with us yes but instead of calling us the honest af show the text thread was named Hot AF, hot as fuck. We'll take it. And I'm like, hey, Barb, you know, they're onto something. We should change the title of our show. We are no longer honest AF. We are hot as fuck. That works for me. I kind of like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyways. That's so, great. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it sounds but, like you've had fun. I don't, you know, it would be interesting to get Patty Stanger's point of view on your ladies that you had at this uh, luncheon that you birthday luncheon to see what she would say because yeah. you know her philosophy is you need to maintain that role like he needs to be the hunter gatherer go out make- sure but to a certain extent I think there needs to be like if you're tired and you're too tired to like deal and you're fed up with it then something has to you know give a little well I've already this is not a secret and Zach even knows this if he were to die you tomorrow don't in a gardening accident I'm going younger I'm just having fun and I am <laughs> never ever ever getting married again ever yeah. I don't think I Never. would either. I, I think I would just be single for the rest of my life. I don't and think I'd I would shoot get his married. ass with a lightning bolt if it was the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I put up with his ass for all these years. Nobody else is getting him now that he's all trained properly. Yeah, I made him the man that he is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, the man that puts chocolate on your pillow every fucking night. Yeah, he's not doing that for somebody else. No, hell no. But no, I, I, 
I would never, Sharon Osborne and I have had this conversation many times. Yeah. Never, ever, ever getting married again. No way. I wouldn't get married again either. I just, but not for reasons like, you know, I hate being married. No, it's just that I feel like uh, it's not necessary when you become of a certain stature either. Exactly. <laughs> you don't, you're not trying to have kids. You're not, you know, what is the point? Totally. You well, just I would date. not want to take care of another man. No. Ever again. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, I think these ladies that I was talking to the other, uh, yesterday, actually, I was thinking to myself, you know, I wonder if any of them are trying to meet like their husband material or if they're just trying to date. But I asked them, I was like, what do you do? Are you on apps? Like, how are you meeting guys? And and a lot of them are like, no, I don't want to be on those apps. It attracts the wrong guys. Like, how do people meet each other. I still think it's the good old fashioned way of meeting people through friends is good. Parties. Oh my God. I have I something to tell you. I don't think we should knock the apps though. I've heard a lot of people have had some good connections. People have had some way. good experiences. I have friends that have yeah. met their husbands on yeah. apps. I think so too. Yeah, I, don't I think, think you do what you do a little bit of everything. Put yourself out there. Do a little of everything. I have to tell you a story. Yes. So I'm going to protect the innocent. No names shall be mentioned (laughs) because I'll get shot if I do. Okay. Well, Um, we don't want that to happen. Have you ever played Cupid for any of your friends? Yes. Yeah, you have. I have. I know you have. Yes, I have. And successfully so. Yes. Well, I was very devious when I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And you did it very successfully because they're still married. They're married. (laughs) 50 years later. Yes. The other day we had like a little barbecue at our house and- one of my single friends yes. came, who you know very well. I'll tell you after the, the podcast, because she'll kill me. <laughs> um, so she showed up, and she was in a, a mood that day. She's just like fed up with the apps, fed up with dating guys that are ghosting her afterwards. I or, understand that. Y- you know, whatever. Or she's ghosting them because she's, you know, fed up with them vice versa. But she showed up and one of Gilby's friends showed up. And it's rare that I recommend any of Gilby's friends because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very protective of my friends. And you know them. Some of them are rascals. Very well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and I get asked that a lot for, by my single girlfriend. Does right. Gilby have any friends? You know, but some of my girlfriends have really like, you know, they want the guy that's good looking, that's going to be nice to them. That has money. Totally. You know, you want the full package. So anyway, one of Gilby's friends came walking into the barbecue and I looked at him and I realized that he is single and he is, uh, he's been divorced a little while. He's single now and he's a good guy. He's got edge. He, you know, rides motorcycles. He's got tattoos, you know, and a lot of my girlfriends, they want that. They want the bad guy. Right. Or the guy with edge. I walked up to my girlfriend and I was like, hey, 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 guess what? The guy I just walked in, single. What do you think? She goes, he's cute. And I go, okay, I'm going to introduce the two of you, all right? Anything goes wrong. Anything goes awry. (laughs) Don't hold me responsible. Do not hold me responsible. (laughs) But I'm going to introduce you guys because I think you guys might be a match. So I introduced them. And they've been hot and heavy ever since. Get out. Hot and heavy. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be so ballsy to do it now at this age. Because most of Zach's friends that I know that are single, I know why they're single. And I wouldn't recommend them to any of my girlfriends. And then my girlfriends that are single, some of them are fucking insane. So I wouldn't do that to them either. Yeah, exactly. So my girlfriends are (laughs) insane. 
And some of Gilby's friends are insane. So maybe you just, you can't hook up two insane people though, because they'll implode. So you have to kind of balance yeah, one has it to out, be I mellow, think. And one, has, yeah. one can be crazy. Yeah. So I introduced them. They have been like, that's awesome. Totally hot for each other, which I'm like super excited about. But I'm nervous as fuck about it, too, because I'm like, oh, shit. What if something goes awry? I'm just going to think positive and I'm going to help them to, I don't know who died and left me like fucking dear Abby (laughs) on acid here. you are dear Daniela. (laughs) Yeah, I am dear Daniela. I'm dear Abby on acid. Did I just totally date myself? Like dear Abby is so old school. Well, most people won't know who she is. I know who she is. Yeah. But whatever. Anyways, um, I really hope to God it works because I think that they're a good match. They both have great qualities that the other person is looking for and maybe they can balance each other out. One of them's kind of mellow. The other one's not mellow at all. (laughs) Now I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I have like high hopes. I'm hoping... I asked her the other day if it goes really well and I, I need to pick out my own bridesmaid dress. Please don't oh, put there me in you some go. Here comes a new catastrophic a, a new job for you, a new yeah. career for you. Yeah, please <laughs> don't put me in a catastrophic bridesmaid dress. I can't. I can't. I won't show up. Oh so unless did I can pick see, my own. Did you see that cute, um, that amazing talent that Olivia Rodrigo, she just did that bad prom a virtual bad prom promotion for her new record. Uh-huh. Um, I thought, and she picked out the most hideous prom dress on the planet. I was laughing, thinking of some of the bridesmaids' dresses that I've had to wear. Oh God, they've been disastrous. Oh, I've not even Randy. I hated what I had to wear. I have never been in somebody's wedding that I've liked where you f- felt oh. like you were hot. I think that they do it on purpose. They Maybe. don't want the bridesmaids to outshine the bride. <laughs> Maybe. So I, they put them in hideosities. I mean, I laugh when other women I know get upset or got offended when they were younger. They weren't asked to be a bridesmaid. I'm like, Shoo, yeah. I'm not being asked. Thank you. Being I don't a bridesmaid be sucks because oh. you have to you have to spring for a shower, at the bridal showers, bachelorette parties. You got to pay for your dress. You got all. There's so much that goes along with it. It please. Nobody asked me to be a bridesmaid. I don't anymore. even like going to weddings, to be honest. I really don't. I like going to weddings because you know why? Why? I love wedding cake. (laughs) I'll just buy you the cake. We don't have to go. I love wedding cake more than anything. (laughs) I was a bridesmaid in Slash and Renee's wedding when um, Slash married his first wife. I was a bridesmaid in that wedding. And I have to say that dress mm, was much to be desired. Really? Uh, now that's surprising, but yeah, yeah, but you know, it was also the early nineties. Oh yeah. Everything was. And I remember distinctly getting the memo that the dress needed to be altered to T length. And I was like, Oh my God, T length, T length. I'm Ooh. shocked. She knew what that was. must've been her mother or somebody. <laughs> it might, it might've been the wedding planner or it whatever. Had to be somebody it wasn't her, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, I think my dress was like some brown taffeta situation. Ooh. I mean, it was. Taffeta is just. It, yeah, it was not good. No. It, it, no, maybe it was black. Maybe it was black. Maybe I'm getting the weddings mixed up. Oh, God forgive me if anybody's listening to this. But <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it was hideous. It didn't matter. I mean, you couldn't outshine her. She, I mean, stunning, 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 stunning that Renee Saran. 
Speaking of weddings, yes. did you see that Blake and Gwen Stef- Blake Shelton and uh, I love all Gwen pictures. Stefani? She looked amazing. She looked fantastic. I mean, with Vera Wang, you can't go wrong. You can't anyway. go wrong. And she wore it like a short. Well, she it was that was the second one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the long one with the veil with all was their beautiful names embroidered. Too. Yeah, it was fantastic. But, yeah, that was gorgeous. Um, it's so funny because. But I love the short one with the high heel cowboy boots, fantastic. like as a tribute to him. And I love that she let him wear jeans because, yeah. honestly. That's who he is. Yeah. So, you know, they just seem like they're so genuinely in love. Yeah, they're so in love. It's so, really cute she's to see. Such, I worked with her a little bit at uh, William Morris Agency, and she's rad. Yeah. The coolest girl on the planet. Sabbath was very excited about those wedding pictures because he loves the voice. Yeah. So he's all about Blake Shelton and Gwen, and he's like, yeah. Mommy, she looked beautiful. She looked I really looked beautiful. I love the pictures of her in the short dress you know when so i cute. when i got married i wore a really short dress Did too you? yeah I, I wore like a mullet dress so it was really short in the front oh and then the back i had like this cathedral long train i mean you know i was all about the drama but but i wanted it to be oh, short I to, in the front. I have, i've seen your wedding pictures but only the i didn't notice the it was more like shoulders and i've got to look and see the dress i think it was kind of a 90s thing though too because that was i did that the and 90s. then and then right after we got married, Gilby joined Guns N' Roses and they did the November Rain That's video right. shoot. And Stephanie Seymour wore a short uh, wedding dress also in the front and long in the back. And actually Gwen's whole look yesterday uh, or the pictures that they yeah. released reminded me a little bit of that because she had her hair all pulled up like yes. Stephanie did. Yeah. And the, that whole classic, like you're looking like Audrey Hepburn from the neck up. And yeah. And from the, from the neck down, you're like looking like you're going to an 80s club. Exactly. I mean, for those of you who don't know, Stephanie Seymour was dating Axel at the time and they did this video, November Rain, and where she's, uh, they, they get married in the video. And, and Sabbath um, will tell you that it is the most viewed video by a classic rock band. Really? Yes. Well, look at, it look has at over a Sabbath billion go. views. Sabbath is like. Does Mom, Sabbath never... know that Auntie Daniela is in that uh, video? Yes, he does. He made me. He, he, I said, Daniela and Gilby are in that video. He goes, I know, Mom. I saw them in the front. I saw them already. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's very impressed. Oh, my God. She was a vision. A vision. When I first saw her walk down in that dress, I was like, my breath was just taken away. She was just stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Absolutely. So beautiful. Right before when you got here, I was like on the phone for an hour with the airlines because I'm leaving for Italy on Friday. So excited. I know it's mostly work, but it's all work, yeah. But it's still it's Florence, it's Italy, so it should be beautiful. And so you should tell everybody about that shoe line because every time I see those damn Daniela boots on Instagram, I'm like, I need those boots. Yeah, we, <laughs> we should. It's a line called Beauty Souls that I'm working with that I'm collaborating on the designs for. Your namesake is the raddest. Yeah, the Daniela boot is hot. <laughs> it is. It's hot. hot. It's a thigh high boot. It's patent leather. It's black. It's sick. I mean, hello. So sexy. Would we expect anything less? I <laughs> know. Uh, no. But I'm going to Italy and I had to get a COVID test. Oh, that's right. Even you though I'm saying. fully vaxxed, I still had to get a COVID test. So I went this morning and I got a COVID test and I did the, you know, the PCR, this no swab. And they asked me what I was getting the test for. And I said, for work. And that was it. Then after I left, I got a phone call from the people I'm working with. And they said, did you tell them it was for travel? And I said, no, I told them it was for work. And they're like, oh, well, you screwed up. You need to say that it's for travel oh, because no. there's a specific 
thing that they give you that says for travel. Right. And I was like, ah, shit. So I called um, the place, the urgent care where I got yeah. it done at. And they said, oh, no, no, I think it's fine. But call the airline just to make sure. So I called the airlines, which is I'm oh, flying um, Lufthansa. And I called the airline and they had me on hold for an hour. Of course they did. Because they're so slammed with, inundated with probably phone calls about COVID tests. Right when you and Phil showed up, I left them hanging and I guess they hung up on me. So oh, no. <laughs> I got to do that. Yeah, make again. sure you have the right credentials because I've been hearing yeah, I don't so many get horror stuck. stories, especially in particular people going to Hawaii. Yes, and Hawaii is the difficult one apparently. They only very wanted specific that they approve and they have been turning people people have like spent all of their you know it's like their 15 times of rescheduling their yeah. dream trip to hawaii they get there and they're like it's the wrong test it's yeah. not approved by us and they put you in a quarantine which is not supposed to be yeah. nice and then send you right back to the u.s to get the proper proper test and at that point you're out the money uh, that's just crazy. So be careful. Well, you know, I went on because they said on the recording when I was waiting on hold for the airline, it said on the recording that you can go on their website and it gives you all the information. So but when I went on the website, you load up your ticket, yeah. your your confirmation number, and, it tell, and so it shows where you're going and it tells you what the requirements are per that government. Right. And because I have to fly into Munich and then connect to Italy... There's two different requirements. Wow. So to get into Munich, it said that I don't need a COVID test right. if I've been fully vaccinated two weeks prior to flying. Okay. But Italy, it said the same thing, but then it also said that if you get a COVID test, it has to be no later than 48 hours before your flight. But yeah. you can't do that. Like I got it today and I'm leaving on a Friday. So either way, right. it's not the right COVID test, whatever. So Just boring. Make sh well, I'm sure the the people that you're working with will yeah, know we'll for coming home. Yeah. Because America is really a challenge. Well, America, as long as you're coming, if you're coming from Italy to the United States, if you're fully vaxxed, I think you're okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I will find out though. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. Do you have a Barb's bag of tricks? I do. <laughs> and it's, you know, I have a couple things. So I'm continuing on in the, you know, with the momentum of summer, summer and just doing what is bare minimum so that, you know, you could just not think about totally being made up or, you know, I don't know about everyone that listens, but I know I don't like to have to do anything but sunblock. The other day you would have freaked out. I sat by the pool all day with Frankie and my neighbor Tenny and we were uh, swimming all day and I put sunblock all over me, forgot to do my forehead. And so my forehead's burnt. Oh no. <laughs> you know, I'm try I run after Zach all day long with mm -hmm. sunblock. It's it's just annoying. This first company which I don't know why the products aren't in here. They're probably in my purse. I'll get them out, but uh, this is another Instagram purchase. This is a company called Refi. Have you heard of them? I have not. Okay. So Refi. I, I must be on everyone's list because I keep purchasing things on Instagram. Well, so. you're getting all the ads, aren't you? Yeah, I is that am. how you're finding these companies? Is through the um, Instagram ads? Yeah. yeah. I, but I then I research them and I check yeah. them out. And so this company is so interesting. It's, again, vegan, cruelty-free. Awesome. 
Um, their their sunscreens are reef friendly, but these two products are more um, the one that I I love both of them. Okay, so one of the things we were talking about a couple podcasts ago, you were talking about how much better you felt with eyebrows. Yeah, and you know, being someone who has to put product in my eyebrows to look like I have eyebrows. It's the last thing I want to do in the summer. So this product. Yeah, because you could put on an eyebrow and it freaking melts off. Me- right, or it's going to be dripping down your face. <laughs> That's gorgeous. So this stuff is called brow sculpt. So you do have to have a little bit of eyebrow. Okay. But um, it is the best waterproof sculpt. And I have it on today where oh, you it's just brush so them. That's good. You brush them up and it just holds your hairs in place and it looks like you have your eyebrows are there uh-huh. and you're, it's not color, it's not makeup and it's really nice and I love this product. And then another one that I was lured into is their cream bronzer oh. and it is, I like this better than a couple of the other ones that I shared because there is no sparkle in it oh. because I love, if I want something to have a sparkle, a highlight, I intentionally purchased that, but this bronzer, it literally looks, it's cream and it literally looks like you got a little bit of sun. It is the most gorgeous color. Oh, I'll nice. show it to you. So I really love it. And I like that. This, good bronzer is always good. Yeah. And then this product you are going to be very excited about. I know I'm very excited about it and I've given it to my 29 year old daughter. I've given it to Jesse's girlfriend. I bought it for a couple of people. This is a product that I discovered through Buzzfeed. And BuzzFeed was on about like 50 products that you don't know about that you ha- that are like have over 5,000 five star reviews and are reasonably priced and people are flipping out about. So it is an eye cream. It's by a company called Fleur and B. And they're actually in Pasadena, California. Oh, this is $22 and it is one of the best eye creams I have ever used. Really? My, what do you my, like about it? Everything. My daughter said to me today, hey, mom, that eye cream, 10 out of 10. That, that really? was her text to me today. Shit, on my I way have here. to try it. It's so good. So it's just their eyes, eyes, baby. And <laughs> it's anti-aging. It's firming. It's got squalene, vitamin E, vitamin B3. It lifts, it firms, it smooths. And I want to say that I love this so much. It smells nice too. And, but it's not heavy either. Yeah. What's really lovely about this is that this is another thing you could put on in the summer. You could go in the pool. You can get, you know, you could perspire a little bit and it's not super greasy. Put this on under makeup. So I love this for the day. Yeah. It says to use it day and night. I still love our Clidipa. Yeah. For, yeah. For I use night. that at night. It's, yeah. it's very greasy and very yeah. mild. I love it though. Uh, I do too. But this, yeah. I have to get this for you. Of course, it was sold out through Amazon. It was sold out. It might be okay now through BuzzFeed's link. Mm -hmm. But if you go onto their website, it's Fleur, F-L-E-U-R and A-N-D-B-E-E dot com. Or you can find them on Instagram at Fleur and B. And this eye cream is unbelievable. Really? Like five star. That's awesome. I wanted to use it for a couple of weeks before I shared it. And I'm loving it. And everyone I've gifted it to is crazy about it. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to try it. You know, I tried a product the other day, speaking of summer. Um, I don't know if you've tried this yet. It's by Marc Jacobs Beauty. I haven't. It is a bronzing stick to use on your body. Nice. It is so gorgeous. 
And, you know, with me, I have a lot of hyperpigmentation on my legs from being years of being in the sun. So I have like those like horrible white patches and Which spots. Which we'll everywhere. address in the next couple episodes. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I'm already working so on that. So when I wear a skirt or a dress, I like to cover up my legs with some kind of like bronzer or, right. or something to just kind of cover all that up. So I used the Marc Jacobs Beauty, this uh, bronzing stick okay. on my legs. Oh my God. It makes your legs look flawless. Ooh. It is sick how good it covers up. It is sick. Like if you're going anywhere and you want to show your legs and you want your legs to look good, it'll take away every single freckle. I swear, I think the oh stuff my can goodness. cover a tattoo. It's so good. And do, can you only use it on your body or did you read? Can you use I didn't it on your use face? I it on my face, but I, I would like to try oh my it. Goodness. It's really beautiful. The color is gorgeous and it's a solid coverage. It looks as if you put makeup on your legs. I am so in love with Marc Jacobs. Every it's product so I've good. Tried. But here's the downfall. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's the fucked up part of it. So I went out to dinner with my girlfriends and I was so into myself. I was like, damn, I look good. I'm not taking this shit off. Right. So I went to bed like that. Oh, I no. didn't shower before sheets. I went to bed on my white sheets, oh. my white fucking duvet cover and got fucking orange shit all over it. <laughs> you know, I have literally, I experienced this all the time and a little tip for everybody. I have been dealing with this now for two things. For one, the tinted moisturizer yes. sunblocks, yes. which gets, oh, you go to hug someone, yeah, especially if you go to hug everyone and you're my height on a man with a white dress shirt and you get your, you know, tan nude color makeup all over their collar it's like really i'm i've probably broken up a couple of marriages actually from, from, from <laughs> what is that color. shit on what your collar uh, yeah. it's not mine i don't wear that color but oh my god so between that and my husband who i cannot get to sit down for long enough for me to dye his beard yeah and so he's constantly spraying that l'oreal shit for your for oh your, yeah, to hide yeah. your grays yeah all over his face well it's in his ears it's in his nose it's all <laughs> over his face. i always tell him you look like you're a chimney sweep you know what he needs to do he needs to spray it on a little brush and then brush his beard with it. You know, I bought him a freaking Not stencil. I brought him a stencil, a beard <laughs> stencil. You hold it up, you spray. Yeah. It won't get anywhere. But the problem is all over my pillowcases. Mm. My And then when he goes to kiss me, I look like I have a beard. I have black, I'm like, Zach goes to me last night. Oh, that beard is really sexy on you. I'm like, I am going to kill you. I can't kiss you. I don't get away from me. Just let yeah. me dye your beard. So yeah, that is a problem. It is. They a problem. Need to, I think you just need to like, you know, shower it off after you use it or do, and definitely don't wear it with like a white skirt or a white dress because you'll get it all along the hemline. What if you go to like a wedding or a restaurant and they have white furniture? Yeah. I always get nervous about that too. Yeah. So or, it's or like white stuff on if you have white leather seats on your, in your car. Yeah. Mark Jacobs oh, yeah. and all of you, you know, Charlotte Tilbury, you people that make this divine products to cover us up. Yeah. Please figure out how you can keep it from transferring. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that shit got all over my sheets. I woke up in the morning and my bed looked like a crime scene. Oh I was like, gosh. what is this? Unbelievable. I know. I feel <laughs> that. like, um, did you, is that like your period or what is all that? I I'm hear like, you. No. What it's, I have to do with Zach, cause he makes my bed look like he went in the yeah. mud puddle and rolled around in my bed. <laughs> I have to put, I get around it. I have yeah. black and charcoal gray sheets and pillowcases for yeah. him. Even when my poor girl comes to, and she changes our linens, she's like, I know I'll put all the dark 
ones on Zach. She's like, what does he do? What is he doing? What's going on here? He's like, is he outside playing with the dogs? I'm like, no, it's his beard gray coverage. And yeah. she's like, but you've got like 30 boxes of dye in your pantry. I'm like, yeah, I know. That shows you. He, <laughs> I can't get him to sit still long enough to put it on his beard. Yeah. So, well, here's your warning. Yeah. Use it, but shower afterwards or wipe <laughs> and, that shit off. And because if it anybody's had a meeting with me, I'm not screwing your husband. Your husband isn't cheating. It's no. just my tinted moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's quite unreal how that stuff just gets everywhere but but damn when it was on it, it was works. foxy as hell no looked good remember in the day though that i was kind a of a lot of self tanners did that too yeah you would wake up and you would like if you were lucky enough to not streak everywhere your sheets would be completely tanned <laughs> with you it's like yeah. oh how to sort that out but yeah so that's bag of tricks this week okay thank you miss barbara ann wild and i think that does it for this episode of honest af and if you have any suggestions or products you want us to review or talk about whatever or subject matters hit us up on our socials honest af show is our instagram facebook and twitter and honestafshow.com is our website so until next time bye everybody um, arrivederci yes Go ciao. Italy. bye <laughs> We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here, so we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.